Hey guys, it's the Spongeworthy Podcast. My name is Daryl Williams. And I'm Zach Hillman. And on today's podcast, we're talking about season five, episode eight, The Barber. And we're going to be talking to our great friend, Robert Thompson. How you doing, pal? Good, man. Great to be here as always. Thank you guys for having me. Anytime, man. Stick around, everybody. So you think you're sponge worthy? She said I wasn't sponge worthy. Yes, I think I'm sponge worthy. I think I'm very sponge worthy. Spongeworthy. The Spongeworthy Podcast. Spongeworthy. And we're back. Did you miss us? Um, probably not. <laughs> you might have fast forwarded through the theme song. We don't know. <laughs> In any condition, we're glad to have you with us back on the Spongeworthy Podcast. And uh, joining us again is our really good friend, uh, first return guest, yeah, Thompson, how you doing, bud? Whoa, wow, dude, this is a pleasure, guys. I mean, I feel like you hold me in a high Honda Accord, you know, and that yeah. means a lot <laughs> to have me uh, repeat. Uh, so it's great, dude. Yeah, man. Good Any, to be here. Yeah. Um. Besides me and besides me and Zach, uh, you have watched the third most amount of episodes on this podcast. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. You get people coming in blind, uh, <laughs> coming yeah. in without seeing. Is that the majority of the show? Well, we um, we had a uh, one guest, um, Viet. Viet is from Vietnam originally, so they don't have Seinfeld over there. So he right never watched it. So yeah, most of our guests, uh, they they're fans. They have they're, sign, they're... <laughs> Viet's hilarious. He's a great comic. I've seen that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's, oh, yeah, he's wonderful. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun episode for sure. Yes. Uh, yeah. But no, we we get people of uh, all stripes, people who are like uh, Daniel Zambrano was like, yeah, I'm on my third rewatch of the show. Like right. as we're as we're taping, he's like, yeah, I just happened to be in the middle of season six right now or something. So, you know, we get we get people that are all across the spectrum. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you're very, you're inclusive to include me because I <laughs> I just took my helmet off uh, and it feels good. Um, I just had a, <laughs> uh, you know my my bath, so it's great. Oh, awesome! Yeah, man. <laughs> Your mom's a great lady, by the way. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. Yeah, she still breastfeeds me. It's kind <laughs> of uh, no. <laughs> Some weird Game judge. of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. She's- She's a saint. She's a saint. Uh, okay, <laughs> so let's get into this episode, guys. Uh, it's the barber. We're starting off clearly with a, a stand-up bit about the barber shop. Yeah, not really pulling any punches here. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of good too. Like this whole, like you know, timey, uh, you know, chair. This whole premise of like, how does it look inside the barber shop? Yeah, I don't know. Two thousand dollar chair for a three dollar tip. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's fine. It's passable. It's not my favorite. Right. Yeah. So after that, quickly uh, we get to uh, George, and he's at a new job interview. He um, is killing this interview, by the way. Right. This, right. This is the best I've ever seen George do at anything. I think that's all he does. Yeah. Is he just does interviewing well. He knows how to get the job, but once he gets the job, he's like, "I'm going to be the worst employee ever." <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, 
as George says, uh, people think I'm smart, but I'm not smart. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think and I love because he thinks he's smart, right. so he gets like this 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 wind of confidence to like take a chance and pretend he works there. That's insane. <laughs> this is and like, totally George. Yes. This is like the reversal of when he uh, gets fired and then goes in anyway. Or it's like the yeah. same. Yeah. Right in his wheelhouse of like not knowing his employment status. But I did this once to a, a set of roommates a long time ago. Um, I lost a job. You know, I got fired. And I didn't want to tell my roommates because I didn't want to have them give me shit or like worry about like, you know, where am I going to come up with the rent and stuff. So I basically just while I was looking for a new job in between, like I got it in like two weeks. But during that two weeks of no job, I just went to like I just went to the library or just left the apartment and acted like I was going to work. But I never was going to work. <laughs> I was just you know, going to like Starbucks to like look for jobs or do other things outside of, you know, so then I just show probably what got you the fucking job, Daryl. <laughs> you were like, yeah. oh, I'll fill out another resume. Why? Not? Right. It's like <laughs> I, I can't go home for eight hours, so I got to do something like <laughs> so in turn, it got you work. Right. Um, it did yeah. make me find, I guess, a job pretty quickly, but it was like, I don't want to tell them that I like, because if I was just told them like, Hey, I lost my job, but don't worry. I'll find one quick. If I was home sitting around for two weeks, they'd be like, dude, what the fuck? You're always here. Blah, blah, blah. Like, can't you get a job already? Like you're, it, uh... was, it was a weird situation, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Your but... roommates sound uh, like my wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was it was a, a couple it was like a, a man and a wife oh, so yeah yeah the, they can get oh, daryl for sure you're, you're not giving in man this this thruple that we got going on here <laughs> yeah I mean, you're not pitching it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we thought you were gonna be a perfect gimp for our situation right but you're not playing ball if you're not you're not wearing the get mask and not paying rent get the fuck right. out Look, Darryl, just... we, we love pegging you but you gotta do some dishes man <laughs> we like that you watch us fuck but you gotta pay the fucking cable bill this month man. I know, the, 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 the dynamic for all those like swinger you know like there's a there's a comedian we know that lives with the house and it's a house full of like trumper swingers awesome. in, in huntington beach yeah. and yeah and it's such a weird but yeah, he says like the you see them fighting over stuff, and he just saw them like, you know, carrying like uh, a squad of anal beads and dildos, and and then you hear them arguing about the rent. It's just like a funny like dichotomy of you know. Right. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait for you to tell us who that is off mic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's yeah. the thing. A lot of like yeah, the people on the far left will talk about crazy shit, but they're not doing it. And then the people that are on the far right are not talking about it, but actually but doing, doing it. it. Yeah, Dude, that, that's doing. a great, great observation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Giuliani, man. dude. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we also find out that he's interviewing for this job that's like for they do rest stop supply like inventory or something like they're yeah something about rest stop supplies yeah uh which i didn't know oh, that yeah. were. like do they they have like brochures and like right toilet paper but <laughs> right i mean how many supplies are in rest stops like soap 
uh, the, oh, the you know the ass gaskets or whatever machines vending machines I guess yeah yeah um yeah I don't know but at any rate the uh, the interview ends with the guy saying I'd I really think that you would be a great uh, asset to us here of course and then he gets a phone call um, <laughs> so it just sort of it just sort of hangs there um, and slowly gnaws away at George's sanity you know I've, <laughs> I've had a job interview go like this too where like literally he was like I like you like we should really talk about this and then he like gets a phone call and he's like hey give me a minute I'll be right back and then he literally never came back mm-hmm <laughs> And then I asked uh, the like receptionist or his like assistant later. I was like, um, "So does he Daryl, want me to come back or what? What's going on?" And Daryl interviewed at Lehman Brothers the day that they <laughs> yeah. went under. It was Enron, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah. He went to jump out a window. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think would be a great fit here at Kodak, Daryl? And uh, hold on, I got to take a call. Wait, g- give me a minute. Uh, the, the the market's just opening. Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Daryl, how come you didn't jump out the window with the yeah. rest of your... <laughs> if you were a company man, you would have jumped with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, we thought you'd be great. I know you right. don't have your health insurance yet because you haven't been here in 90 days, but... Uh... <laughs> right? Yeah, we think you'd be a great accountant here at Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mayor of Jonestown, everybody. Um... <laughs> Has it been your dream working on an island? you'll get your honorary cloak yeah (laughs) Um, so then it kind of like leaves it up in the air and then we uh cut to like now uh jerry and kramer i guess talking about uh whether or not whose barber is better well uh uh, jerry elaine and george are at monks and they're talking about the job interview and george talks about his plan where he's just gonna go in because the guy the guy who hired him is on vacation right so right. he's just gonna go and get himself ensconched is the word that he right. uses right right <laughs> which i'm which like it's a really di- di- diabolical you, thing do you know if you're getting a paycheck like what <laughs> how do you right 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 i, I had so and many they questions. never like this whole thing too about like what about a background check what about like you know all these different like variables like you Dude, know, I just started a new have... job and it takes like two weeks just to get the like uh the red tape clear. Right. Oh yeah. Your job doesn't start after your final interview. If someone's like, Yeah, I wanna I wanna hire you right away, they still do like a background check, a credit right. or they right. send you they call you with an official they, offer of what your salary is going to be well, of course <laughs> like, they make you yeah. sign paperwork they make you like do a bunch of like fill out a w-2 like all this stuff like <laughs> yeah so like yeah so presumably he hasn't gotten paid this whole week but he just shows up because he thinks like he didn't well do any work so yeah he didn't really do any work either <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is weird too because it was like i was still thinking the whole time like he just sits in that room for eight hours a day. This is pre-cell phone. It's pre-internet. This is like pre-internet, everything. Like he literally, he doesn't even have a paper with him. Like <laughs> he didn't even bring a, like a, a crossword puzzle or anything. Yeah, or <laughs> like, no Sudoku or anything. He's, he's yeah. just doing like fucking journey drumming sets or something. And yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, and then uh, that, that guy's file, uh, right? The Penske file. The Penske <laughs> file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 
So, um, sorry, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um, so we're still at Monk's. Kramer shows up uh, smoking right. a cigar because... Because he can. Kramer. Um, <laughs> and, uh, he... He has a he has a fresh haircut and everyone's talking about how great it is. Uh, and then Jerry needs to get a haircut because he's doing some bachelor right. auction as a favor for Elaine. Right. Um, and they're Which like, is a weird like they don't even really like say what the auction is for. Like uh, charity. Is it for pendant publishing? Like pendant publishing is like, dude, we need some money. Like go <laughs> go auction off some dudes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I love when George is like, oh well, I, I'm busy. I got work, and she's like, oh, <laughs> right, too I bad. Was, I wasn't know? expecting you to be in. <laughs> yeah, almost landed a big fish. Oh <laughs> darn, yeah, man, so so upset uh, about that raspberry. <laughs> um, and, so. <laughs> but then but, we, yeah, so then we start getting them like saying like, what barber's better? Like, um, Kramer's all talking about how. Yeah, um, Gino is the better barber. Enzo, the uncle, is like, nah, man, he's he's horrible. He does shitty work. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Kramer is like, well, you should go down today because Enzo's not working today. Gino's the only one in the shop. And then Jerry's right. like, oh, you think I could, you know, pull a fast one? Even though he has he has this very, uh, it's like an abusive relationship with his barber, where he's like, I've been going to this guy for twelve years. I can't. I can't stop now, even right. though he's even though he's butchering my hair. <laughs> right. Dude, that's so funny because there is a uh there is a uh a, a relationship with barbers sometimes where you, you run into that because you'll go to a barber shop and then you find someone else that's better for you. Mm-hmm. And there's a mm-hmm. very awkward like, am I <laughs> am I am I the property of this person? Like what it's right. a weird yeah, because oh they God. get very weird about it my wife's aunt is usually the person that uh cuts my hair um and you know she she does a great job um but then i had a friend who was cutting hair over here in long beach uh and he was just like hey dude i'm like working on getting my barber's license just come over i'll cut your hair for free and i was like yeah sick dude so i i ran into (laughs) newman's aunt at christmas and she like and she just looked at me and she was like fuck dude <laughs> what <laughs> did you like, have to pay her aunt uh she i think she, she gives me like a haircut for free for christmas every year right which is which is fine i mean like i give her a i give her a generous tip i hope um and okay yeah more frequently than that i i will pay her yeah but i don't know if i'm right street prices um you know so she was like man where the fuck is that 30 dollars like you're not getting <laughs> yeah dude she she had to like go buy an actual tivo instead of a nicer bucks yeah it's like they're catching you cheap or something that's kind of right. like the way they treat right. you like with but it's the such an external thing that it's like it's easy for them to spot like i wouldn't have cut that line that way you know they're right. like right right who's been touching <laughs> your head bro like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the haircut i give you yeah <laughs> yeah yeah dude she shot me fucking daggers it was uh, it was a little intense i was like no 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 it was for free i swear it just it just helped out my buddy uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come back someday. I promise. I promise. <laughs> it's like, so, so, so Gino has that quality, right? Uh, 
right. Gina or, or Enzo. Right. Which one's the older Enzo one? Enzo is the older guy. Enzo yeah. is the oh, okay, Enzo. Guy. Yeah. So so Jerry goes to the to the shop because he's trying to hook up with Gino. Uh, and then Enzo's just there like sweeping or like doing some inventory or something. And he's like right. He's a he's a real um not subtle stereotype, but he's like, hey, Jerry, uh, <laughs> like, uh, I got you here, and it's like, uh, right, <laughs> here we go with uh, you know Seinfeld <laughs> cultural sensitivity one hundred and one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I I don't mind it. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of Italian barbers. It's it's oh, not yeah. like Super Mario level Italian right. like I'm no. doing, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure there are real Italian barbers out there. Sure, it's not like when they had those uh, Russian cable guys come in and they were like, mm. Borska, 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 yeah, it totally, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's they not as bad as much uh, things. Yeah, Italian gibberish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or how like every Asian person is related in Seinfeld, mm-hmm. like, right? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> So then, yeah, he's quickly is all like, oh, man, I'll come back later. I don't want to bother you. And he's like, no, man, Jerry, I'm going to fucking cut your hair. And like, you can't say no. And he's like, no, but I kind of want to, (laughs) but I won't. (laughs) And then he's like, I'm going to give you something special. I'm going to give you something new. And Jerry's not too much. Uh, Right. And so then um, we cut then to um, (laughs) Jerry and George at Jerry's apartment. And Jerry looks like a five-year-old boy. Like yeah, he, looks, yeah, yeah, he does. He looks like a small child. It's very it's, funny. It's a great haircut for like the the visual gag alone. It's like whoever was the hairdresser on this episode was like spot on. He, yeah, dude. Yeah, he looks like fucking Leave It to Beaver. It's wild. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so funny because you think about then you think about Jerry's hair normally, yeah. and it's that hilarious time of like. I don't know what was in the air in the 80s and 90s, but like, I think every, it almost looks like a perm that everyone had. Like, right. every, everyone's hair had like natural static. Like, it was everyone kind of had... like a quaffed. Everybody had this yeah, like Farrah Fawcett hair. Yeah, we were coming out of, uh, yeah, Farrah Fawcett in the 70s and then like all the all the hair metal stuff. So like, right. easing was was big. Right. He was uh, like, almost. he was like, like trying yeah. to go after like a John Stamos without like as much yeah. of a mullet. Like, I always feel yeah. that um, Jerry and Elaine have like the same hair shape. It's just <laughs> longer, you know. Definitely. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. She's and obviously she's curlier than Jerry. Yeah. Sure. But he definitely, yeah, normally has this like kind of pomp or like this quaffed, not really a part in any way. Like it's kind of just a hair, um, just a little puff on it. Kinda, yeah. yeah, with a little bit of like length on the bottom or in the back. But then, yeah, once you give him a part. And you cut it to one side. It looks like he's a five-year-old. He looks yeah. like a monster. Yeah, it's very silly. <laughs> and I still know dudes with that haircut that are literally like 40 years old. And you want to kind of tell them like, dude, bro. Yeah. Like, this is like, that was cool when you were 10. Like, you don't want to change it up at all. Like, they're like, nope, no, I don't. They're like, you know what else was cool when I was 10? Ducktales, and it's still cool. Okay, yeah. uh, <laughs> they're still giving themselves like the wave in the front, like with their bangs, and they're like, "Dude, what?" My, my cousins would have waves that would go like two inches off their head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you could actually surf that shit. You know, like mm-hmm. Tony Hawk would take them on tour. It was fun. <laughs> 
the 90s man it was wild um <laughs> for halloween one year i actually did that like for school where like you couldn't wear uh full-on costumes but you could like do you know makeup and hairstyles and stuff and i made my hair at the time have a huge wave and i put a little uh action figure that was a surfer in it that looked fun. like he That's was amazing surfing my hair <laughs> <laughs> One one time for Wacky Hair Day, uh, I cut the bottom off an Easter basket and put my head in it, and my <laughs> hair was like an Easter basket. And we like right green and put like eggs. I get it. In it, yeah, that's dope. <laughs> that's pretty creative. Yeah, I had I had hell of long hair then too. When I was in middle school, like the only thing I listened to was Zeppelin, and so <laughs> I had really long hair in the seventh grade. <laughs> So it, it really looked like Easter grass. It was. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Dude. A lot of people uh, addressed you as miss from behind. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, did, I did get a couple whistles. I did get a couple whistles. Uh, of course, if I go to West Hollywood, I still get a couple whistles. Nice. So. <laughs> when, yeah, when, you're, you when you're 12, when you're 12, you're getting a bunch of whistles from grown men. Yep. <laughs> hey, man, you walk by a construction site, you know. Uh, it was the 90s. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of Jerry, uh, no. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, go back and listen to any classic rock. They're like, she was just 13. And you're like, you're what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, whoa. You're going to jail, AC. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, yeah, I know. I was like, oh, I thought you were writing from a perspective of like, you know, puppy love. But you're like, no, you literally, you're going out after a puppy it's kind mm-hmm. of gross <laughs> oh yeah so we cut to after the uh, dumb haircut we have george basically showing up for his first day at the job and he's like you know talking to the secretary going like oh yeah i'm, I'm hired here and uh she's like okay cool talk to this dude about like you know your higher status mm-hmm. and like, uh, oh, i didn't know they were done interviewing yet but right uh, okay mm-hmm. uh <laughs> want to go in the big office or the small office which yeah. i thought this was very shrewd of george that he picked the small office because right. he figured there no one would fight him about taking the smaller office right and that he could just be there and like be more out of sight i and, think that's what it was more more plan was is like yeah if i'm in yeah. a bigger office they're gonna i'm gonna have to do more to pretend i'm here mm-hmm. or like i can't yeah. I can't blend in as much. <laughs> yeah, no. So he uh, he gets given the the Penske file, and uh, he promptly like sits it on his desk, uh, and then eight hours elapse, and he leaves, and that's yeah. all he does. All day. <laughs> and I feel like um, he literally just looked at the clock the whole eight hours. Like he just watched the clock. That sounds so. Oh, that sounds that sounds worse than actually working. But that's the thing also, like, why does George, why would he rather do nothing than literally at some point, like, talk to somebody and go like, so what's up with the file or what, what am I, what do you want me to do? (laughs) Well, but like, remember, he's like, so worried about this reputation that the interviewer gave him of like, I feel like I don't have to explain everything to you. I feel like you just get it instinctually, but like. (laughs) His whole yeah. uh, status of being hired on there is based on this intuition that he that he doesn't possess. <laughs> so, right. But like you think he would like read if I was there yeah, all day, at least I would look at the file documents. Yeah. 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 Look and see what yeah. they are. Like, what the fuck are they wanting? See if you can figure out a little bit of what's going on, you know, mm-hmm. make some headway and be right. like, yeah, right. 
just and I'm not even trying to like say like because he needs to be a better employee. It's just to cure boredom. Like yeah, if I was the shittiest employee, I would still be like, well, what what's in this? Yeah, just to kill an hour. Like (laughs) yeah, totally. Yeah, but I mean that that file did make a great ride symbol, and um, he was (laughs) right. (laughs) <laughs> his his rhythm and timing did improve greatly while he was there for that week and uh right and then yeah. also during the week he, at some point he talks about they had a, a birthday party for carol it was very nice and then he makes a speech like makes a speech, yeah. makes a speech two days day. into working yeah. there like <laughs> i love that dude that flashback was so funny that the the thought of him doing a speech yeah. and it's just it's yeah. so great because yeah he's still it's playing so... along that uh, that his security there like he feels so secure there right it's right so and funny. i mean i know so many people though too though i i know so many people that were like they were that same exact dude where they would always be at every single like uh, luncheon or do everything and trying to be always everybody's buddy walking around the office going like hey buddy hey buddy just getting everybody to see that he's there but he would literally do no work at all like yeah, yeah, yeah. all of his work was just going like hey buddy hardly working or working hard and I mean you're de- you're like describing that. HR right now that's what you're <laughs> describing um, <laughs> and after like an hour like he would literally like show up at nine and like I would sit next to him in a, another cubicle and I wouldn't see him in it, sitting in his cubicle until like 1045. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck have you been doing for an hour and a half? <laughs> that is that personality. It's type. just like, it's so funny. He spends 10 minutes in the break room, 10 minutes over by the water cooler, 10 minutes talking to the boss about bullshit, like, you know, football bullshit. And, you're like, and then he's little does, coffee and he's like, oh, I got to take a shit. And uh, yep. <laughs> and then little does everybody know he's wasted an hour and a half of his day doing nothing. I had a guy like everybody that at Sam's that Club. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> there was a guy that I worked with that was like that where he got hired on and he was like, you know, just so out there and he, he wanted to get everyone's attention. And um, it was hilarious because, yeah, he would he got busted for not working. And then right. um, his last day, he called our manager a fucking bitch over the walkie. <laughs> and it was so funny because everyone's like, oh, man, this guy rules because the manager was like this tyrant who, who right. really wasn't a pleasant woman. But I'm like, no, guys, this isn't the martyr that we're looking for. Like, this guy right. didn't do shit. He, he was a piece of shit time. worker. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was awful. Like, he was not the, yeah. Your coworkers are not, like, he's our Cesar Chavez. You're yeah, like, no, yeah. no. no he's not, yeah. He's not our Mandela. He's not, you know, he was, <laughs> yeah. He was like an alcoholic that a, he, he claimed to be a substitute teacher on the side of pushing shopping carts. Right. Uh, so yeah, right. it was yeah he was right. he was uh, an insane person, but it did leave for very funny uh, interactions, uh, which is which is great. That that's why George Costanza is so perfect in this show. Definitely, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's one of those guys where you hate to love him, but like you also know so many guys that are just like, oh yeah, I, there's totally a guy like that is exactly like George. Oh, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, while we're on this monk scene, Jerry's wearing a hat. Elaine shows up and she shows uh, he shows the haircut to Elaine and she laughs. Right. Yeah. 
it almost cool. makes me feel like this was like a cold reveal or something where like she didn't know what Jerry was going to look like from filming. And then he literally takes off the hat and her, her mm. laugh is a genuine, like, <laughs> you look yeah. like an idiot. Yeah, dude. Well, he does. He does look like a, a fucking idiot. Uh, so then we switch to uh, Kramer. He's getting, uh, he's getting a shave uh, from Gino. Uh, the the brilliant barber Gino, um, right? And uh, there he's like fixing up something where like Gino can fix Jerry's haircut, make Jerry look better in time for the bachelor auction, uh, and they do it all real hush hush. And then Gino starts talking about how much he loves the movie Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, uh, yes. this movie gets brought up quite a bit in this in this episode. Like it's it's a, quite a big through line. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> it's really weird and then it was like what's he gonna do on the toilet <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the, what what's he gonna do in the toilet and then the, the, the classical music i i don't think i don't know if that's something that is in the episodes because i i don't recall no. that in the early ones no but I is think that something that's used a lot in the show later the, on or the mm-hmm. music is actually the theme from the barber of seville right so yeah I think of course the, the Barber of Seville oh. is about a, a barber who's working all day and his wife cheats on him and then he right. catches the wife and her lover and then murders them. Right. Uh, so, oh, so, right. so this wow. is kind of a play on that. And like, yeah, you can... Thank you, kind of, um... for teaching me everything I know about opera, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> they kind of do episodes like this. Uh, I think the opera was kind of a little bit like a tongue-in-cheek of like, we're going to take a famous thing and kind of wrap our little Seinfeld spin on it Mm -hmm. so of course yeah the whole barber barber of Seville we're gonna make it kind of loosely on the same plot and have it look like a or sound like an opera kind of right right I loved it yeah I liked it too it's it's this is one of those times where like Seinfeld just knows how to do this like satire really work really just like it's not over the head but if you do know a little bit more or if you're a little bit more versed in 18th century operas you'll be like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then we then we get these uh these scenes starting to come in short order where um jerry is over at gino's house and um uh you know gino's like i can fix your hair i can fix your hair he starts cutting it a little bit then Enzo shows up. They're kind of uh, having like a little like flirtation. Like, oh, nobody's ever said that to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> Just like Enzo's head of hair. And like, <laughs> it's so nice to hear someone say that. And it's just... <laughs> He's getting all flustered. Uh, <laughs> it's like getting a half chub while he's sitting there. Yeah. Then Enzo rings up um, and, uh, and Jerry Wait, has I'll... to go hide in the closet. I also, uh, I know this is going backwards a little bit, but when uh, they're talking about Edward Scissorhands for the first time with Kramer and he's doing the shave or whatever, uh, Kramer says, like, I would like to have shoehorn hands. I know. Yes. Shoehorn hands. Dude, I think that would be a great title of the episode. Shoehorn hands killed me. We're, and then he like was showing the example and he's like trying to take off a shoe like it's just so that is so funny <laughs> what a point yeah. Appendage. What a... yeah that, that, i related to that so much it was great 
<laughs> but so, yeah. So yes. Yeah, so, so so we're uh, we're doing this uh, haircut now. Right. And, uh, and he's and hiding. Jerry has to go hide. Uh, yeah. And Enzo Enzo comes in and he's like, I just wanted to apologize because I watched Edward Scissorhands and it made me cry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's and what he's like. And he's and like, then, What's this hair on your carpet? Hey, this hair looks familiar this is also like i think another seinfeld trope was like you have characters that find things or see things that you're like who the fuck would notice that in normal life right yeah i mean it's it's also like the um the idea of people that are so specialized comes up in seinfeld a lot where it's Mm -hmm. like oh this man's whole life is hair so of course he's gonna notice hair on the right of course Mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> right so weird and random uh but like if i was an auto mechanic and i saw like a small drip of like you know what i thought was oil on your you know sitting behind you zach i wouldn't be like hey is that wd30 i see on your floor right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then i go over there and just like take a like little taste it is wd30 yeah well it, it's funny i worked at a i so i'm doing you know the custodial stuff I worked at a a school that um, ha- has a reputation for being difficult because the guy is about to retire, so he's been like a janitor for thirty years. Right, and um, and it's so funny because uh, right right away he was like, "So how long have you been subbing?" It's almost like sizing you up, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> it, you know, I'm like, "Well, not." And, I, and this is what I answered: "Well, not thirty years, like just because right. I." Want to <laughs> Like, yeah. you know because i want to clearly not as long as you bro you, you want it yeah. to be clear that you're his bitch yeah uh, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and so but that's a good prison cause... tactic yeah, good, good, good. yeah yeah and then later the the other guy was like man this guy is a nightmare he, he like if he'll, he's like a hawk like he'll mm-hmm. notice if you didn't pick up a tic tac or toilet mm-hmm. paper like yeah and so th- that is kind of a funny uh quality and i think People like us that are neurotic, especially people that think about other people, we think about those things. So I get why it's kind of brought up in Seinfeld a lot because sure. a lot of comedians or people we we observe too much to where we like the, we're making narratives sometimes too. So like I feel like sometimes the show is from just that super neurotic standpoint, you know that 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 totally le- that lens, you know, right? And, which is great because. We all do that, and that's why it's so relatable. And we're, we're we're thinking about, oh, this guy might get jealous, and yeah. So so Enzo is really aggressive. I mean, he freaks me out in this episode. <laughs> like, I feel like he's gonna murder Jerry um, when he shows up and finds the hair. So when he goes to the apartment to uh, his ne- nephew's apartment, does he find he just finds the hair, not Jerry? Course, he doesn't know right? it's Jerry's. He's assuming yeah. it's yeah. Jerry's, but he doesn't like know this for hair sure. looks familiar. Right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so then, then, yeah, then we cut to him cutting Newman's hair. Mm-hmm. And then he's yeah. like talking to Newman about how he's a good customer and how he's like loyal and shit like that. Yeah. And Enzo's like, you know, I like funny people, but I don't like funny business and it's like <laughs> how long were you sitting on that one Enzo Come on. <laughs> yeah. right so, so then he basically tells uh, Newman like he sets up a scheme and says like hey if you can get like a, a sample of Jerry's hair I'll give you a you know six months of free haircuts 
Is Jerry's <laughs> hair this characteristic and unique that you would be able to tell it from any sort of like black straight to wavy hair? I mean, I guess you can tell like the nationality or like, you know, possibly the gender. I don't know. Like, but I'm saying like you could get David Brenner's hair and it would look exactly the same. Like, right. <laughs> like, but if, like anyone who's in his like same age and you know, ethnicity bracket would be like if we Pretty took a same. sample of like each of our beards, I don't think you could tell like who's is who. Yeah, you'd have to look really closely at like color, maybe. Mm-hmm. But do you think he compares it to his own like pubes or like <laughs> balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> think, think Enzo like just has like all the sweepings from Jerry's haircuts, and he wears mm-hmm. like, a little pubic wig. He's got he's like making a, a little blue doll. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm like I'm a hero, Jerry. <laughs> like... <laughs> he has one of those like cuckold uh, chain like things that they put on their gong, like the like I don't know. I've never heard anyone verbalize this, but. It's it's unfortunate uh, that we we've seen a lot of things in there, but there's a guy there's those guys that put like little cages on their penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but he is like made of someone's the, hair, the like, chastity love... uh, cages or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it. We're taking it to like definitely a Hannibal Lecter route with uh, Enzo. <laughs> with Enzo, like he's just, just uh, wrapping, his, wrapping his junk up like a rack of lamb with Jerry's hair. Is that what you're saying, Robert? Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I do it oh, for you, funny. Jerry. I do it for you. <laughs> so uh, after this encounter or with the the negotiation of Newman, uh, we cut to George back at the office and then suddenly uh, Penske shows up. Yeah. Interrupts his drum solo. Right. And, uh, and he, I actually found it so funny. I had to record. I had to rewind it because when the the secretary tells George like, hey, Penske's on his way up here or whatever there's an audience member that audibly says oh no <laughs> oh, yeah i heard that too that's hilarious <laughs> and it kind of definitely like was like yeah of course this is gonna be good <laughs> oh yeah so penske shows up he's like uh hey let me see my file right and uh and then penske's like Hey, it looks like you've been working real hard on this. How would Penske even know? Like, what the hell? Why what? would Penske even be there? And why does he care about the file? And what does the file entail? What the, okay, why is this? Why does this business? What is a business file for rest right. stop resupply? <laughs> what yeah. does that entail? I mean, it's just a file of like POs or like, you know, like supplies that they've used or sold or whatever we ordered Ooh. a bunch of napkins from you and we're right. going to order a bunch more and <laughs> <your file>. well, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah yeah not to get ahead of anything but isn't like they're a scandal or something with that company so maybe he's like right. doing some sort of weird uh um, yeah he's trying to you know well mm-hmm. uh mitigate some like uh you know, liability or whatever, like, oh, cool. yeah, sweet. We're like, not like attached to this like paper trail <laughs> doing some damage control or something. Yeah, right. I don't know. So, 
So this Penske guy who's clearly super on the ball says, oh, looks like you've been working really hard on this. And George says, well, they did call me the little bulldog, uh, which just <laughs> makes no sense. Like oh, hilarious. no one's ever called him that. Uh, but, but are bulldogs like notoriously like good at like doing work or like, you know, they're tenacious. I, whenever I hear a bulldog, it's like, oh, she's, she's tenacious. She's a bulldog. She gets after it, you know? Uh, yeah. Oh, but yeah, I don't know. Right. Kind of makes it sound like bulldogs are dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> based yeah. on your uh, based on your desk drumming, it looks like you're a bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> Was he desk drumming too, or no? Uh, he's he, the one he, where he's desk drumming. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. He, he's later asleep when the the other boss shows up. When the actual boss <laughs> yeah. shows up, which is so... Tuttle. That's uh, Tuttle. Um, yeah, Tuttle. Chef's kiss. Moi. Um, so. <laughs> So, so then, then after like, that, yeah, the guys like, yeah, I think you might be Penske material. Of right. course you are aware. And then someone, uh, the secretary calls in, will you please tell Mr. Penske that his car is getting towed? So right. George is now left hanging with a second job offer that he Mm-mm. doesn't know the <laughs> resolution. Of. But also um, he, why are all these places like that have offices or whatever have towing areas like who's so litigious on like getting towed like if you're working or parking in like a you know company parking lot i know well and usually if you're if you're in the building they'll be able to uh stamp you or give you a sticker or whatever so you can get out of the parking complex but i mean maybe this is like still so early that they don't do that yet or they still have like, like did he park in like a and then, handicap parking spot or did he park in like yeah, you know a loading yeah. zone or something in front of like a hospital i don't know there's so much having to do with parking spots this these past like <laughs> 10 episodes that we've done daryl where it's like he gets towed in a it almost seems like spot. that's the thing it's like their writers like block it's like yeah. oh this is how we you know get out of this mess yeah and then uh, it feels like probably the next half of the season they're gonna be like Guys, we can't talk about parking spaces right. anymore. We've exhausted <laughs> all of that material. <laughs> so yeah, so then we uh, cut to after that scene, uh, Newman showing up at Jerry's apartment. Uh, Gino's Gino's over trying to fix Jerry's haircut. Um, Newman shows up. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has to use the bathroom and Jerry says flush twice. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Even when he says like too, like, is it a piss or is it like, you know, just a, a leak? And he's like, yeah, it's, I don't even, I'm not even going to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> he just reviles him so much. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. <laughs> so then Newman's uh, rooting around in Jerry's bathroom. Uh, he doesn't find any hair, even in the, uh, even in the comb, which tracks because Jerry is notoriously cleanly. Um, and then he grabs a pair of scissors. Um, mm-hmm. he's like, he comes out and he's like, oh, uh, yeah, I, can I watch some Edward Scissorhands with you? It's like one of my favorite movies. And he's like, <laughs> all this business where he's trying to sneak in and get a sample of Jerry's hair. And, right. Yeah, and then as soon as he cuts it, he like bolts out the door to go weaselly give it to to Enzo. Um, yeah, and then we uh, he gives uh, Enzo the uh, sample, and then we uh, basically have Enzo going like, "I knew it." Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep, because Enzo is a psychopath. 
Uh, and then we have <laughs> Elena, the, the yeah. bachelor auction. Right. Um, so she, oh, yeah. she auctions off like a normal guy who's like a Harvard grad, um, which which was a black dude in 1993. So that's like really, really special. Mm, like, yeah. wow. Uh, good, <laughs> oh, yeah. Good for that guy. Uh, right. and, uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, Kramer comes out and she's like, here's uh, Kramer. He has he's a high school graduate. Oh, sorry. High school <laughs> equivalency. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Kramer being Kramer, too. You can't have uh, him not miss an opportunity to do some physical comedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he, he falls off the catwalk there. Um, she starts the bidding at $5, but I don't think we even like finish the scene. It's just <laughs> Kramer falls off the stage and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then, yeah, we cut back to uh, Jerry watching uh, Edward Scissorhands with Gino. Mm-hmm. he's Jerry, like i don't get it like i don't understand superhero that. yeah is he supposed to be like the green lantern he says right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i don't get it jerry's so dumb uh, so, <laughs> um, so then enzo uh comes in and he confronts gino um and we have like that whole scene uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is a good scene. I like it. I like the, uh, you know, the banter. And then, like, you know, and uh, Gino showing up and going like, no, you can't lie about this anymore. Yeah. And then, you know, says, uh, Enzo says, I'm going to kill both of you. Um, which I think mm-hmm. is the plot of Barbara Seville. Um, we cut over to um, George at the office uh, sleeping and Mr. Tuttle walks in. He's back from vacation uh right and uh yeah he uh he's like let me see what you've done on this file uh which george hasn't done he hasn't even read the fucking documents <laughs> no nope, even done the bare minimum uh, <laughs> and he's not getting paid and and then tuttle's like what why would you do this why wouldn't you wait to hear from me why would like uh right right and George is like, well, you know what? I think I'm going to go to Penske. Tuttle says, I don't think you're Penske material. <laughs> so, I, love, I love that moment of relief where he's like, when I hired you, and you could hear, you could just feel the like, oh, okay, good, I'm hired on, you know, and then just immediately shut him down with like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what the mm-hmm. fuck are you doing, anyways? You know, like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's so great. And then he and then he goes for Penske, which is hilarious because we all know where that will probably lead <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like yeah so then like yeah he goes to penske's office and then he's clearly like oh yeah we would totally hire you but we're under an indictment like we're basically gonna go under yeah is, is a noose like a little noose he's fiddling with yeah he's like <laughs> tying himself <laughs> tying like yeah. some weird like uh cuffs like some handcuffs or something out <laughs> <Yeah>. of rope <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why they're being indicted yeah uh, <laughs> uh 
so we also um we also get this scene of enzo and gino crying together presumably while watching right (laughs) which really made an impression on the on the writer's room i'm guessing (laughs) Um, i I really love this movie yeah, geez. well, the the movie had come out; it had been out for a couple of years, which makes it hilarious, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, at that point, it was not it was not brand new, so it's kind it of was probably yeah, two or maybe a year out. Like it definitely was. Like this is ninety four, and I think it came out in ninety two. Yeah, yeah, and maybe ninety one. Did it? It, yeah, it maybe was ninety one, definitely. Yeah, because it was after Batman, but it was definitely not like in the mid nineties. No, or mm-hmm. no. No. no no so yeah i mean maybe this is just like at this point people have had it on vhs for a while and like the rest yeah. of the movie has right. grown and you know that because that used to be able to happen to movies and that's like <laughs> not, i mean i don't know movies don't even really play at theaters right now anymore so right right <laughs> yeah so edward Edward penis hands. I'll never forget. Uh, yeah, movies can build quite the fandom, but uh, yeah, that was from one of uh, that was one of Kramer's cut at libs. He was mm-hmm. like, yeah. I wish I had penis hands. I wish shoehorn <laughs> hands is still my Shoe-horn favorite. Pretty, pretty <laughs> it is just, just so dumb and amazing. So, like, so good. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's just a, like a so non sequitur, like throwaway joke, and you're like, man, I, I bet in the writers' room they totally were like, man, shoehorn hands, really. <laughs> it, it is. It's so funny. <laughs> so then we get this this scene where um Newman is cutting the hair, and he's and he's like, a, right. it's they imply he's like a genius hair cutter, kind of like Edward Scissorhands. Um, and he's like cutting this guy's hair and then Jerry confronts him with a pair of yes. clippers. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, the, it kind of puts the credits yeah. on um, on Newman, like cowering in fear. Uh, and then the, the scene with George at Penske, where Penske talks about being indicted, um, that happens over the credits. Right. So right. this is the first time we've had no stand up to end an episode. Mm-hmm. first time we're having a during the credits scene right wow right yeah so then you have that scene during the credits and then even after the credits you have a like post credit scene right ah! with uh newman being bald and yeah the yeah <laughs> did they did they really shave off his hair or do you think they just gave him a bald cap it looked like a bald cap. I mean, oh, bald cap, yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's still a funny joke. I mean, it still looked like it was newly shaved. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah sure. But, uh, yeah, so- I, I, I think this is like a lot of firsts for that. Yeah, post credit scene, credit scene. Like this is all like not really um, part of the normal narrative. Yeah. So did did Seinfeld invent stingers? Is Maybe. This- so it's like you have to wait for after the after MCU. Yeah, you yeah. Have to wait. Post-credit scene? No, dude, wait for the whole credits after. Newman will in. return in Infinity War. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, you have the Thanos of uh, Seinfeld yeah, he, with Newman. Yeah. He's got like the gauntlet on. He's like, yes, <laughs> Jerry will be mine someday. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a good episode. Um, yeah. Robert, which one did you like more? Uh, did you like Tuesday or Thursday's ep- 
Oh man, uh, I, I enjoyed both of them, and I, I feel like they were unique. They both did something, something's different for Seinfeld, and it's weird for someone that has had large gaps in it. I felt that too. I'm like, I don't think this is something that they do uh, often, like with him saying fuck or or just some of that stuff was different from what I'd seen before. But yeah, I I really enjoyed um, both of them. I, I think the yogurt, uh, the non-fat one. Uh, has so many elements, but I don't know, man. The shoehorn joke might take the cake for me. <laughs> it might make both episodes. And then George, like just a classic Costanza, like you right. know, getting himself into something right. really stupid is just yeah. It's it's a good one, but I think the non-fat yogurt one I like for the stuff it did differently, you know. And I and I, I appreciate that. So I think I don't know. I, I enjoy both of them. That's hard. Do you guys usually have people? it's gonna well sometimes it's a it's a tough two to beat because they're very these are good episodes it's episodes sometimes we'll get a one where there's like oh yeah this is clearly better than the other not Mm -hmm. saying uh, none of them are really that bad but you can definitely go like well which one's better you know the chinese restaurant or the puffy shirt you know yeah oh yeah 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 i don't know the haircut though the haircut is great i don't i think the barber one it might maybe but right. him saying fuck is kind of amazing yeah. too I mean, so i don't know i mean the non-fat yogurt for me this is like maybe the most i've laughed at an ep- episode since right and back i really the the whole swearing bit and them bleeping it out is is really funny yeah i like uh, it it works I, well too i relate yeah. to the, the character where everyone loves him and that's what you hate about him lloyd braun uh that <laughs> reminds me <laughs> of uh of my nemesis and <laughs> right <laughs> i do like the idea yeah. of too like uh it i only nitpick um certain episodes that don't have like uh, all four characters really like flushed out like i know that like elaine in this episode was doing like the auction but kind of feels like they kind of threw her to the yeah the d storyline i mean that's that's a big strength of the the non-fat yogurt is that every character is uh making decisions and like you know sort of like spinning their wheels telling lies and they're they're saying things that are seeds that are planted later and then impact other characters and the options that are presented to them so there's like just kind of like a web of cause and effect which is huge strength of seinfeld in my book um and that's that's not as present in the barber episode it's more of like an a story with like a couple of um and then george with like the job it's basically the haircut and the job are pretty much the driving and then yeah you have kind of kramer and elaine just like there for the ride yeah and i i really like the uh how stupid the name badges idea is <laughs> right <laughs> not that yogurt <laughs> yeah and just the giuliani i guess uh cameo that, you don't probably see him in a lot of tv shows yeah plus, yeah i think that yeah plus the non-fat yogurt has george's parents yeah. true true yeah and yeah you I always think... give extra points to jerry stiller for sure hell yeah hell yeah so i i don't know I I was speaking for myself. It was rambling. Uh, Daryl, do you agree? You disagree? Which one? I mean, yeah, I, I'd say probably the yogurt is, but it is like splitting hairs. No pun yeah. intended. Yeah, the barber uh, yeah. great episode for sure. Yeah, yeah, I would say the the, the non fat one. You're right. It kind of demonstrates their strength in being able to like 
yeah, move all of those variables and have them pay off. Like that's, that's so cool. That they can do that. Right. And yeah, yeah it's kind of like Spider-Man three, you know, what it didn't do with the Sandman and <laughs> but just like such a random fucking geek thing to shit on Tobey Maguire's <laughs> third movie. But I remember I really wanted to like them. I just felt like there was a lot of stuff that didn't pay off, but Seinfeld, it's so genius. Um, the fact that like, yeah, because everyone has a shining moment too where they're totally themselves. Like Elaine uh, and that dude, it's, to- I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't feel like everyone serves their purpose in that episode with a ton of things going on. Right. So I-, I definitely see why that one was a stronger, uh, and-, and it's funny, it's hilarious. And it's, oh yeah, it's a good one. So yeah, I yeah, yep. I-, I guess I'd take that one too. They're they're both great. I mean, we've we've talked about this a little bit, but you know, since the end of season four, it's just felt like a Sophie's choice every week where it's like, mm. how are we gonna these are you know, they're both so such high caliber episodes almost every yeah. from this point out that it's kinda like, well, you can like one a little more and you can like one a little less, and it's not really right. a, you're you're wrong or you're right. It's just like, which one do you prefer? So, right. I think anything with shoehorn hands also. Uh... <laughs> shoehorn hands was really classic. That was. <laughs> and it was such a, like a joke too, where like, I don't even think a lot of the studio audience caught it. I think it was. Just no. Like, what did he say? That's yeah. That's a rewatch joke. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at any rate, we'd also like to ask you, Robert, uh, what's been particularly sponge worthy in your life this week? Oh man, uh, sponge worthy. Um, I, I would say, uh, you know, I the other day I, I started my morning with the gun in my mouth, and then <laughs> I turned. No, I'm joking. No, um, no, I think. Uh, and you it, caught an episode of Seinfeld, and <laughs> it changed everything. Uh, yeah. Um, no. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, right, like. You, you know, when you kind of you start putting some mathematical equations together and you get like a little light bulb, like some of the right. ideas I feel like I've, I've been having lately, um, I, I've been uh, very inspired. So that's been a great awesome. thing for me this week, like as far nice. as like writing and stuff. And um, yeah, so that's been very sponge worthy. If that qualifies, uh, sure, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I bought some sponges. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I also deal with sponges regularly. Being a custodian, you know, cleaning hey, up human turd, human you waste, should. and uh, you should definitely yeah. buy those um, in bulk. Yeah, I will. You never know when they're going to take something off the market, man. And you gotta. <laughs> That's true. After the nuclear uh, warfare and. Uh, yeah. Guys, yeah. this is not an ad for Scrub Daddy, but go get yourself a Scrub Daddy. Come on. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Those Mr. Clean Erasers. I don't know if you guys have used those, but holy shit, they're amazing. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, how about you, Daryl? Um, well, just celebrated a birthday. That was good. Woo. Um, Happy bladed birthday, dude. Thank you. I also... Uh, lordy, lordy, look who's 40. Yeah, just turned over the hill, guys. Woo! That's awesome, man. Now, now you could. Um, is there any benefits of tra- like? Can you like rent a car in Iowa or uh, something? Like, what I think, Yeah, I can, but can I don't think there's Iowa. any special yeah. things like. What would the be prostate like- exam or? Yeah, I think that's it. The prostate. <laughs> yeah. I am now qualified to getting a visectomy. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, uh, I went swing dancing 
uh, yesterday, which was right. really cool. That's I awesome. haven't done that in like 20 years. So I figured like, why not, why not dust those shoes off? Right on. Th- dust off those wingtips, my man. Yep. Were they with uh, swingers as well? Or uh, no? yes, the, the actual <laughs> classic swingers, not the uh, sex swingers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Name. Yes, <laughs> it was. Uh, sponge, sponge worthy for me. Uh, you know, I think our listeners might remember I've uh, been recovering from uh, hernia surgery. And I, uh, and I actually go back to work tomorrow, but while I've been off, Daryl and I were able to record a couple episodes during the day yes. and we built back up this buffer and now we don't have to like be as like tight on our turnarounds and we don't have to, we right. don't have to sweat as much. So, you know, putting, putting in a little, uh, extra labor so that we can, uh, we can live a little high on the hog and it's that's always sponge worthy. Yeah. Heck well, yeah. guys, um, Robert, thank you again for being on the show for the second time. Hopefully, maybe. A third. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to. Anytime, please have me. I, I, I would love to discuss more Seinfeld with y'all and, and life in general. I mean, it's a blast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Um, and uh, you guys know what to do with us. Like, comment, subscribe. Right. Uh, share us with your wife, Newman. Uh, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> uh, um, throw out that social media, Robert. Oh, right. oh yeah. Follow me on Robert Land Podcast on Instagram, uh, uh, YouTube. Yeah, it's all out there. Uh, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's a blessing to be here, guys. Um, Job blessed. should definitely go swing dancing soon. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, the only other thing I guess we can uh, say to our listeners is uh, we hope that you keep it sponge worthy. She said I wasn't sponge worthy. Yes, I think I'm sponge worthy. I think I'm very sponge Sponge worthy? The sponge worthy podcast. Sponge worthy.
sponge worthy? She said I wasn't sponge worthy. Yes, I think I'm sponge worthy. I think I'm very.